Hello, friends. My name is Dave Miller. And I'm Mel Spain. And we are... Fuck Buddies. I know it hasn't felt like it for you guys, but it's been a while since we've been in the closet. Don't... Don't tell them our secret lie. They don't need to know anything about our our times. Time is, uh, you know, a, it's a flowing, it's not a flowing river. It's a happening all at once or whatever it is. I can't remember the metaphor. Uh, welcome back. Thanks for joining us. It's, uh, it's a chilly one out today. I mean, I don't know when you're listening to this and I don't know where you live, so it might not be chilly. It's chilly it snowed. Did it snow? It snowed. Oh, shit. Yeah. It was snowing when there was a way over here. Lame. Yeah, so... I think it's official. Spook stains, all gone. Mm. I think the snow has washed away the spook stains, and now we're in, we're in, uh, I don't know, the festive stains? What's the festive pre-cum, maybe? Yeah. Fest, for, fest play. We're in fest play right now. <laughs> Anything going on? How are you? Uh, I'm alright, I'm alright. I'm, right. I'm pretty good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm tired. I'm not. That's good. Yeah. Ah, so I'll rub it in. I will. Okay. And then I'll rub it out, if you know what I mean. Mm, I don't know. If I, I feel like I've probably mentioned this before, but there, there's a church uh, in my hometown that used to put signs, like, not really funny signs, but sort of like, you know, mm-hmm. little zingers. Um, Just the Jesus doesn't rub it in. Yeah. He rubs he, it out. Yeah. It's like, to, my, to this day, it's my favorite fucking thing ever <laughs> that, like, either one, the dude really didn't know what he was writing. Mm-hmm. Or he, like, literally thought a masturbation joke about Jesus was the way to get people more people in, into yeah. his church. I'm going to assume he didn't know what yeah. it meant, and he thought it was just, like, funny. Like an eraser, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like he, yeah, exactly. He he, like, he forgives, right? He rubs yeah. it out. He doesn't rub it in. He's not like, hey, remember that time you fucking killed your wife, but, Dad? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you know, I can't remember the name of the church, but, like, you're... The mental image I have of you right now is just Jesus just jerking it hard in your Jesus church. Jesus isn't mean. Jesus wanks. Yeah. All right, let's hit a question. Okay. Do you want to go first? Am I going first? I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to go first. Okay. This is by user Life Questions Me. Ooh. Discovered my 24-year-old male girlfriend, 24-year-old female was cheating on me. I broke up with her and she responded by getting my initials tattooed on her neck. Whoa. My girlfriend and I have been on and off for the past 7 years. She's my high school sweetheart and then carried out through college. Past year and a half, and really great, and our relationship felt stronger than ever. So strong, we began looking at apartments together. As much as I was looking forward to this next step, a part of me felt like something was going on. I'm not proud of what I did, but I ended up going through her phone and found messages between her and her friends talking about the guy who was a regular at her work, along with some other messages directly to the guy, but most were deleted. Some of her messages were as follows. Her saying to her best friends, I, I didn't text her back, so she was going to go to his house instead. Her telling this guy to come up to our work to visit and saying how they've been vibing lately and it's not good because she had a boyfriend. Him texting her saying she looked cute at work that day. Other red flags. Majority of the texts between him and her were deleted. There's a phone call to her from just five days ago before I looked through the phone. She claims nothing physical happened between them, but they were flirting with each other for a while. Claims they hung out twice with mutual friend groups. He tried to make a move on her and she shut it down because she couldn't look through with it. I asked her why the fuck she was doing this behind my back, and her excuse was she felt like she didn't know if her relationship was 100%, and she didn't know if it was going to last, so she was seeking attention from elsewhere. I basically told her she was dead to me. I want nothing to do with her. <laughs> she's been blowing up my phone constantly since I broke things off. Well, today I get a text from her saying she's getting a tattoo from me because she never wants to forget me and she loves me so much. I didn't respond. A few hours later, she sends me a picture of the tattoo. It's my initials tattooed on the side of her neck under her ear. At this point, I have no idea what I think, what to think or feel. I have no proof they did anything physical, and she swears it was nothing more than flirting and hanging out with mutual friends. But I really don't care. It's still cheating in my eyes. I know she loves me, and her getting that tattoo reinforced the idea even more. I don't know if I can forgive her for this. Oh man, there's so much to to just unbox there. You have given me an early pre-come festival, whatever we said fest earlier. Play. Fest play. Yeah, it's see, it was juicy. It was worth the wait. Um, if you bit into that, it would probably scald. It was. It's like it's like a soup dumpling. Yeah. It, you bit into it, and now it's scalding the back uh, of yeah, your neck. Unfortunately, I, I put it all in my mouth at once. And yeah, I'm sorry. Just. <laughs> Roller coaster of emotions there. Um, I'm gonna try to remember everything that. Like first, um, it sucks to go through your partner's phone. Mm-hmm. Um, but having done it and having ended a relationship that way and finding out things that I probably wouldn't have found out otherwise, 
I understand why why sometimes it happens and why sometimes you do it. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's cool. It doesn't mean that it's not an invasion of privacy, but sometimes No, it's super shitty, but if you do it and find something, then you're vilified. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's a weird one, but you know. Um two uh it's Everyone has, everyone's got their right to have their definition of cheating or their definition in order to be betrayed. But if, uh, you know, if we're taking everything she says at face value, um, I don't think she necessarily cheated on you. Um, but what she has done is I think that that is the level of betrayal that you can, that it, it's, it's easy to say like, yeah, no, I, I feel a hundred percent betrayed by this. Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. If you feel hurt and betrayed by it, then because yeah. it's your relationship. So yeah, so it's, uh, I mean, that really sucks. And that's, it's clear indication that, like, um, while nothing had happened yet, um, there's, had, there's definitely, it all seems a little shady. Yeah, there's, there's definitely, like, the seeds have been planted for a night where maybe, you know, one too many drinks have been had, or but, you guys have had a fight and you're, you know, whatever. But that's kind of what happens as well. I mean, like, he didn't text me back, so I'm going to this person's house as, like, this punishment he doesn't know about. Well, I think she was that's saying that so to her fucked. friend. I know. Yeah. That, that, um, that, like, well, you're getting punishment now. Like, what if you do something worse? What's your punishment that you don't know about then? Also, yeah. this is all ignoring the wildest. I was waiting for you to get to the wild part well, before I was, I, I was building up okay, to it. Okay, I, I was ramping, going. I was ramping up to it. I'm trying to remember everything. I know. Um, I just, like... I wasn't going to engage, and now I have, and now it feels like we're ignoring parts. But keep going. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, the craziest thing is uh, the fact that she keeps texting you. Yeah, thank you. Right? Who who texts these days? It's know, Snapchat right? or nothing. Yeah. Um, if you're get on TikTok, like, yeah. what are you doing? If you don't have some kind of weirdly suggestive butt to Coke bottle <laughs> message, um, I still have no idea what the fuck TikTok is. It's basically Vine. Oh. It's literally Vine, but new. New Vine? New Vine? Um, the tattoo. Okay, we'll talk about the tattoo. Um, That's fucking crazy. I I don't even... Like, I adore Amanda, and everyone knows this. I don't... I would not get a tattoo of her name on me. Wow. I'll say her It's I, all coming out. Yeah. Um, and, it's, and it's not a thing of being like... Dude, I wouldn't well, get your initials tattooed well, on me. Well, what happens? I wouldn't get my own initials tattooed on me. It's, it's fucking weird. Like, I don't know. What's... What's the point? Like, especially after a relationship has ended, if that's your, like, Hail Mary, being like, look, I, I put your fucking initials. Also, what's his initials? Like, I hope It I hope could really be weird. something, yeah. Maybe it's, like, Peyton Sawyer. So it's P.S., and then she can pass off something yeah, else Yeah, exactly. Or maybe it's just F.U. <laughs> maybe it's Frederick Ulysses. I hope fucking so. Um, it's, yeah, I mean, like, it's it's one of those things where it's just, like, that shows me that there's a poor decision-making skills oh, yeah. on her part, which only make me think that you'd probably also make bad decisions with the random bar regular. Yeah, but, like, in general, it's, like, there are very few times I think it's appropriate to tattoo your partner on yourself, and after a breakup is very much not one of those times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, this person is fucking wild, and the fact that you don't realize that this is wild is wild. It's weird that you that's his, like... Oh, my ooh, God, it's damn. It's been a while. It's been a while. You need to get out of this relationship and it's stay It's weird that that's his, like, his, like, oh, but, but she loves I know. It. It's like, that's... I'm sorry, that's what's tethering you to this situation? Yeah, is that's that, like, the biggest sign to run. Like, if anything would have been... It would have been her being like, look, I'm, I made bad decisions, and, like, yeah, I was getting a little flurry with him because, you know, my own insecurities yeah. or, you know, maybe I put up walls or I, you know, self-sabotage. Like, any of those things would have been enough to sort of maybe, like, sow some seeds of well, doubt. If, if she was willing like, to admit what was wrong exactly. and work on it, sure. You know what wouldn't hook me back in? Her being like, I've put a permanent tattoo of you on my body. Yeah. No, no that's no. that's not... My advice is run. Yeah, I think, one, you've... It, it's hard to win trust back. So now, literally, anytime you see her texting, mm. or anytime she goes to work, or anytime she's not texting you back after, like, a delay, you know, she's out with friends and she's not responding to your texts, anytime, you know, she's out with friends, mm -hmm. the only thing in the back of your head is, is she fucking that dude? Mm -hmm. Also, like, even if she's honest and straight up and won't do these things and, like, you know, is like, hey, I won't see him or whatever, 
he's gonna see her at work every day because yeah. he's a regular and he comes in and mess her at that he you know so even if she's trying it's gonna be really hard for you I imagine to be cool and it's not like she was like there's a, the part where he literally knows that mm-hmm. you have a boyfriend so obviously that's not a deterrent for him yeah. so like it'd be it, you couldn't then be like oh hey I'm really sorry that like it's it's gotten weird between my, my friend and I don't think it's like he doesn't care. Yeah. He's 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 made that clear that he doesn't care. And it's mm-hmm. sure it's a little it's framed in a different way and it's not quite as fun and flirty, but if he if he cared that you had a boyfriend, he wouldn't actively be trying to hook up with you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think, but I think also the the, the, the like, advice here the is the behavior is wild. The tattoo is just no just like every part of no yeah just go and then it also makes the tattoo really funny when you leave so even better yeah i mean like it's you got to do it for us do it for the I tiktok hope, i hope uh his name is like owen oliphant peter smith so it just says oops oops because <laughs> oh no yeah. <laughs> owen henry <laughs> neil oliphant i don't know i can't think of any other names given with O. um Cause like literally least... Irish, half your fucking countries owe something. Yep, I went there. That's mm, fair. That's <laughs> fair. Uh, yeah, you just get the fuck out. Run. Yeah, the, a tattoo is not is never is never a reason to go back. This is the thing. If anyone got a hail mary tattoo to save your relationship, it's you know what I mean. It's like having a hail mary, Harry mary uh, baby. Hail Harry Mayo baby. Hail Mary baby. You know what? Harry Mayo baby would probably make. Would make me more likely to go back to a relationship than a hail mary. And it's tattoo. not the one that you have. You just find yeah, it, just it, a real hairy baby. Yeah, covered in mayo. Like that makes more fucking <laughs> sense than this tattoo. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This is just a bad go, scene. Get, you get. You get, made your choice. Going back now will only result in a tragedy for you. Probably, literally. Or or wait wait I'm sorry. Get back with her. Break up with her again in two months. See how many tattoos she can get. See if you can sort of like light her up like a fucking NASCAR. Yeah. Just constantly get like different. Be like, well, you know, I'll come back. Um, but I think my dog needs a tattoo. Yeah. You haven't really given pooches enough of your bodily real estate. Uh, here's my high school yearbook. I need everyone's name in there. Yeah. Like, well, I never wanted to tell you my nickname because... It was so important to me, but it's the only thing that's going to bring me back this time. And it's Toots Mahorn. <laughs> I don't know. It's something. Just, like, see how many, like, how, how long, how many tattoos will this person get to keep you around? Because eventually you'll you'll decide that, like, okay, yeah, maybe she does want to be with me. Yeah, well, that's the thing. And you One tattoo f- wouldn't get me, but, like, 17 tattoos? I'm yeah. like, wow, this person yeah, well, loves me. I was like, well, okay, maybe I'll hang around. Um, <laughs> right, next question. Start selling ad space. Um, this comes from Reddit user Old Simpsons is better. Did anyone try the ignore women, live your life, and women will enter your life approach? It didn't work for me. <laughs> I see this dating advice given out a lot of times. They say to ignore women, live your life, and you will find that women enter your life and become attracted to you. I've also seen many times guys saying that once they start ignoring women, women have become more attracted to them. Did it work for you? I tried this approach for about three years. <laughs> And nothing happened. I wasn't any closer to getting girlfriend, a date, or sex than I was before. I lived my life and achieved some things, but nothing happened with regards to women. Oh, man. I feel like this guy missed the whole point of all those things. Yep. I'll bet you, I'll bet you, like, when he did the ignore women, he probably did it really well. Like, I'll bet he took it to extremes. Like, he saw one coming and was like, oh, just, shit. Yeah, just out of blinders there. on. And- yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> any type of female coworker enter the room, just fucking smashed out the window. <gasps> I, I imagine like the the advice is more like a don't try too hard, kind of like live naturally. Don't come down like a bag of fucking bricks, like most seduction people do. Yeah. Um, and surprisingly, like, just... not from the seduction subreddit. Oh God. Right? Oh no! Is it from double seduction? <laughs> it's from bad seduction. Um, no, it was from the dating subreddit. Fair enough, but probably. Also a yeah. hefty seduction contributor. Probably. Uh, maybe not. Maybe I'm just throwing false it stones. It definitely sounds like seduction uh, advice. Yeah. Um, yeah, like speaking to your point, it's if you're, if you're ignoring women uh, and focusing on your life 
And if the reason you're doing that is to entice women, yeah, then you've done it wrong. Yeah, because the whole like you could you could choose any like advice. And if the the end goal is so that you're more attracted to women, or so that women will be attracted mm-hmm. to you, uh, you, the focus is the same. You can yeah. be like, I'm I'm gonna walk dogs. Yeah. For you know, and for women. That, I mean, that's that's all I'm gonna do it. And it's like if you're still actively trying to do something be- for women, mm-hmm. then it doesn't matter what the the verb or the action is. It's it's the same thing, and it still has that same. Uh, you know, power over you. And mm-hmm. it's still got the same weight of like, you know, insecurity. And it's still the thing that's like poking you in the back. Cause you're yeah. not, you're not trying to live a better life. You're trying to live a better life so that women will be attracted to you. Yeah. And that's, which is not which living is a the better problem. life. That's, but like the irony is the initial advice is like this throttle back on this obsessive, like, yes, woman like hurtling towards, but like to do that, to obsessively hurtle towards women, it's just wild irony. Yeah. And yeah, you, also, you, if you, you stopped hurtling towards women so that you can hurtle towards progressing your life mm-hmm. towards women. Yeah. Like, but, you've just shifted the direction, but it's still the, the same, you know, end of the road. Yeah, and I think it's very indicative. Like, three fucking years and you, like, didn't have contact with women? That that That's an indication of your life. Because I can't do a single thing without coming in contact with women all the time. Well, I don't so, think he's actively, like, specifically avoiding women. I think no, it's just I know, that, but, like, women are, aren't... I think his plan was that, like, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, and these are my, you know, three-year life goals, True. and this will get women to approach me. 100%. But the thing is, like, the way he wrote it, it sounds like I will bet you money that this is a person who doesn't have, like, a female friend. I will bet. Right, yes. Because it sounds like in this thing, he was like, there's just no women in my life. I figured, like, whereas, like, I, I, there's no part of what I do that there isn't like a woman in it, you know what I mean? Like, because women are people and he does not seem to realize this. Yes. And it's just the whole mindset, I think, is the fucking problem here. Oh, 100%. It's not, but that's that's just the impression I get. Like, it sounds like he has a life that does not regularly feature women unless he's trying to hound them down. Yes, yeah, it, it seems very much like uh, women in his life play the role of uh, the either sexual object or object of affection. Yeah. Like, those, those are sort of like... That's what women are there for. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure, like, I'm sure he has female co-workers and I'm sure he has, you know, women that are in his life, but they're probably not the ones he's attracted to. So therefore have diminished, yeah. like, importance in his mm-hmm. eyes. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's one of those things where it's like, you know, they, the secretary or, you know, the fucking... But maybe not. Maybe, you know, maybe we're in the all-male office. office. Yeah, maybe. Um, so uh, what I want to do is, like, fine-tune this advice because it's not bad advice no but but people who seem to follow it almost every time i've seen it referenced always seem to get it wrong yeah the idea to stop pursuing women or to quote-unquote ignore women Mm -hmm. um in order to become more desirable isn't that's not the end game it's it's a cause and effect thing where if you focus on things that matter to you, mm-hmm. you will ultimately become more attractive. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to focus on things that matter to you to become more attractive, then you're doing nothing. Yeah. You're wasting your time because mm-hmm. there's no difference in just trying to be more attractive. Yeah. Um, but also, I think a lot of it stems from if like a lot of the time when you are pursuing women with this like single-minded like fury i need a girlfriend or i need to have sex or yeah it's they can smell the mile off it's desperation and it's non like it's not natural and they know exactly whereas like if you ignore that and start doing your own thing then when you come in contact with someone they meet you and they meet your passion and they meet your yeah kind of like joie de vivre they don't see you just being like hey lately you know what i mean so you come across more natural and yeah. then that's why people are more attracted to you. And that's why that re- like that goes better because you're not having this fake encounter where you're just trying to get them into bed. And they can sense that. And then the natural you is a lot more approachable. But the irony of then doing all this so specifically to hound women means you never got to that stage. Yeah. Because you're still like, look at me. Yeah. I'm I'm like, I've, I've done all these things. I've, I've followed X, Y, and Z yeah. and still no women. It would be like... I, I don't know why this is always my example, but like joining like a dodgeball team. Mm-hmm. If you join a dodgeball team because you've always wanted to and you thought it'd be funny, join the team and there's a really cool girl there mm-hmm. and she's attractive and you're attracted to her. If you're just like, hey, I'm not going to make this a thing and I'm just going to 
play volleyball and have fun or dodgeball, whatever fucking mm-hmm. ball you're playing. Wait, wait. So he joined dodgeball and he's going to play fucking volleyball. Hey man, it's a tactic. No one's expecting a spike. Oh man, this is, <laughs> um, he done change. He, he zigged when we thought he was going to zag. Right. Um, and you know what I mean? And like, if you let those, uh, relationships progress naturally where it's like, maybe you guys all go out for drinks mm-hmm. as a team afterwards. Um, again, if you don't, if you're not focusing on her, if you're focusing on the team and the mm-hmm. friendships and the uh, camaraderie of being on a team, genuine. that is going to make you more attractive. That is yeah. the thing that is making you more attractive. Ignoring her is not the thing that's making you more attractive. No. What's making you more attractive is that your scope and your worldview is a lot broader mm-hmm. than putting your dick into something. And more natural. And also, like, you're not, like, suffocating someone. You're not, like, just fake and yeah you actually have a personality yeah you don't a lot of people's personality especially nowadays uh tends to revolve around like a specific thing Mm -hmm. like you know what i mean they've they've figured out that they're very good at instagram and sort of the only thing they can talk about is how well they're doing on instagram and their followers and or whatever or you know like anything it could be video games anime it could be fucking literally anything but a lot You're of people like, hey, tend come to listen to our podcast yeah a lot of people tend to like fixate on one thing and they realize that that's like that's their hit and that becomes their personality and they tend to they'll they'll have the same circle of friends or the same quality per people or the same type of people around them because that's all they're sort of you know orbiting around yeah um, whereas if you just focus on sort of like enjoying life and enjoying and collecting experiences and, uh, being open and honest and, and being friendly and being genuine, mm-hmm. you're going to find yourself surrounded by a, a wider birth of people and you're going to find people are much more receptive to being around you yeah. and that's going to lead to attraction. Yeah. It, it, it shouldn't have to be said that like being a natural fun person is a good thing but yet it does have to be said it 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 all stems from like we're a generation of instant gratification right Mm. we're we're the we're the generation where we if we don't know how to do something we look up a youtube video and we learn how to do it um and unfortunately uh human connection doesn't work like that there's Mm. not a there's not an abc guide to it and it's it's very you know specifically tailored to certain people like what works for me isn't going to work for you no. and what works for you isn't going to work but and there are, the there are sort of like thinking, core concepts there yeah there are general things but like that's i think the in- inherent like problem with like pickup artistry is like it gives you this checklist that that's not how people work yeah you know you can't and like putting someone down to just these fucking this simplistic list is very dehumanizing when you don't treat someone like a fucking human guess what that's not attractive yeah unless that's your kink but you know what i mean yeah yeah all right, well, my question is kind of on the same, on sure. same topic. Sure, hit me. This is by Lion Venom 10 Oh, shit. How do I stop being creepy? Okay. University student, second year, still a kissless virgin. Cliche, am I right? It's true I'm shy, but I'm often able to overcome it. What I cannot overcome is awkwardness. I always feel like I come up as a creep. That's why I can't approach girls after the first week of every semester, where we meet new people due to class changes. When I'm at the club, I can approach whoever I want. I always get turned down without worrying because I know they won't ever see me again. However, with people in my university, it's difficult because they might be friends with someone else and I was too scared to leave a first impression. Also, being an average or maybe ugly single dude, I don't feel safe to just introduce myself to a girl having a smoke outside or at the bus stop. Am I doomed? Question mark. Um, I mean, like, time and place. I don't think bus stop is the best place to introduce yourself. Mm -hmm. That's sort of everyone's alone time. And let me tell you, the worst kind of people talk to you at the bus stop. Yeah, like I've never had someone come up to me at the bus stop and I've been like, oh, good, this will be fun. Yeah, like if a girl's having a fucking smoke at the bus stop, she doesn't want... Like, have you ever been getting a bus and your friend, you bump into your friend, you're like, like, this is great. Obviously, I love my friend, but like... Now I have to chat for 10 stops. I kind of just want to listen to my podcast or whatever. I actively pretend I don't see people. Sometimes, yeah. Like, even if I like them, you know? It's like, I want to catch up with Fuck Buddies' newest, just delectable fucking show. (laughs) I want to get hammered in my ears by the sweet, dulcet tones of Dane Miller as he sips whiskey and just spits fire on the mic while enriching my life with with laughter and sound complex advice that's thought-provoking and positive and really suited to the modern era. You know what I mean? That's that's what I want to do when I'm at a bus stop. And, like, I don't want you shuffling up and trying to touch my clit. Yeah. Also, you know? it's like, 
I would I would wager that like there's probably a good like fifty percent chance that uh if a woman is approached by a dude at a bus stop, she's probably gonna see his dick. Like he's probably wearing a trench coat and Oh yeah. Exposed. Literally half of all. Yeah. Like, um, um so like firstly time and place. Secondly, I, I think the like okay, it's good that you don't want to be creepy. Yeah. I think it's really cool that you're thinking about that and you're you know but then you also have this mindset where you're like, I can go talk to people because I'll never see them again. It doesn't matter. But I'm worried about talking to someone I might see ever again. What the fuck are you saying? Yes. If that's and if that's a concern for you, you're either way too anxious about it or you're saying or doing shit that is not good, which I'm going to err on the side of that with a little spice of the first. Yeah. Um. You well, You shouldn't say anything that would, you know, if you're just talking to someone... Yeah, if, if you walk up to happen. someone and say, "Hey, you, oh, you're in my sociology class. My name is Stephen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's nice to meet you." No one's gonna be like, "I can't believe this has happened." Yeah, they might, you know, if if they might be fucking shitty because some people mm-hmm. are. Some people are shitty. Some people are awkward. But some no people... one's gonna start a rumor around and be like, "That guy introduced himself to yeah. me." If you go up to him or her or they or whatever if if you if you approach them and your opening line is hi i saw you in my class and i just can't help but tell you you're very attractive yeah. you smell i sit behind you and you your whatever perfume or s- shampoo you wear uh or use is it just smells like, so good like i if lean down to tie my shoe and i just i got a fucking nose yeah, full of your I mean, hair and like that's I, all i come about these days sometimes i drop my pencil in order to like just get a real good whiff of this neck area you Sometimes have. I look at you and I just wonder what your toes smell like. Yeah, like, if that's what you're moving on, like, if that's what you're approaching with, then, well, there's your problem. Yeah, but, like, nobody is ever going to be upset by you being, like, normal. Yeah. You know, like, hey, how are you? And the thing is, if you, like, don't go into these situations being like, oh, what the fuck? If you yes. go into this situation and you want to talk to someone with the mindset of, like, hey, fucking, sure, that's great. Maybe it'll happen, maybe it won't. But first and foremost... I'm going to meet a new person and we're going to get along. And who knows? Maybe you guys are going to be great friends. Maybe you guys will never hit it off. Maybe you'll realize, oh, I don't actually want to sleep with this person. But hey, now I have another friend in school. Yeah. Then that's how you do it. Like, this isn't sex. This is a person. Also, if you're, if you're, you might just have like that fear of, of pretty people or like people that you're trying to, that's Pretty fine. people are terrified. Don't talk to them. <laughs> or, you know what I mean? Like, talk to the guy that you've never met in your class and be like, Hey dude, what's up? Yeah. There's you because the, the stakes for it has been dropped rock bottom. You're mm-hmm. not trying to sleep with him. You're not trying to get unless him to, unless you are, which, unless you hell are, yeah, it's still don't be creepy. Too. Find someone you don't want to sleep with and, pr- and hone your conversation skills with them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Learn how to introduce yourself to someone where you're, you're not panicking about. Also, but also you're in a great, great situation of being in school mm-hmm. because you can join a club. Yeah. That is relevant to your interests. And suddenly you're yeah, in a ditch, room full Ditch the clubs for the clubs. Yeah, you're you're in a room full of people who you know there is at least one thing that you have in common with mm-hmm. them. And, and also you share one mutual interest. And that's what you guys can talk about. Because guess what? That's why they're in the fucking club. Yeah. In order to talk about whatever the goddamn hell it is the club is about. Yeah. And also the difference between a bus stop and school is school's like a safe space. You can talk to people. And maybe they're not trying to fuck you or be weird. And maybe they just want to be friends. But stop. They probably want to fuck you or be weird. Yeah. I, maybe not a, in that order. It's like, yeah, it's there. There's there's places to do it. And, and school is a great place to do it because mm-hmm. that is a place of community. That's yes. a place of of meeting and integration. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, nine times out of ten. Bus stop. No one wants to talk no, to anyone. I, w- I would argue like ninety nine times out of a hundred. But like. Dan's advice is good. However, I also caution against having this people I want to fuck and people I don't want to fuck mentality where like people I don't want to fuck are people or they're or they right. mean nothing. Yes. And people I do want to fuck aren't people but mean everything. Like that's not how you should ever think. If if women are just sex to you, then you're already fucked up. Yeah. You've literally fucked up so hard already and it's not going to get better until you fix that. Get rid of that and people will like respond. People are going to be like, oh, this person treated me like a person. Wow. It's amazing. I will, As opposed to like, oh, this guy thought I was just a walking vagina. Like, yeah. I will your bookend my advice with, once you realize that you can talk to someone you don't want to sleep with, mm-hmm. realize that they, it's the exact same situation it literally with is. the people that you might be attracted to. Because yeah. there's no difference other than you might be sexually attracted to that person. Mm-hmm. And, and that's fine. 
No one is saying that you can't be sexually attracted to people. No, by all means. Yeah, by all means. Best. That's great. Yeah, for sure. But don't be a dick. But that's but that doesn't change their fundamental, you know, worth or mm-hmm. quality of a person. So just relax, take a deep, deep, deep breath, mm-hmm. and realize that you're not creepy unless you are. Exactly. And like that's it, it that might sound scary, but it's not because you like you know. I think <laughs> imagine it was late. And a very big man came up to you. And if he said what you said to those people, would you feel safe? Yeah. Or just, yeah, exercise some empathy and real and, and switch shoes and be like, if I was a woman standing at a bus stop. So wait, put your left on your right and your right on your left? Yeah, that's how you fucking walk around in other people's shoes. Um, you know what I mean? If you, if you were standing at a bus stop and someone approached you with the intention that you have, would you be cool with it? And chances are, your hmm. answer would be no. Yeah. So then don't fucking do it. Yeah. It's it's a it's a very simple exercise in empathy. So just take a second, take a quick beat before you approach anyone mm-hmm. and be like, if roles were reversed, would this be cool? And if you're like, no. And like you know there's someone listening to me like, yo, hot girl comes up to me with bust up, yo, fuck her right there. But it, that's not you, that's not the situation. You, know you I mean. are the hot girl this time, and the person approaching you is you. Big blocky Benjamin. Yeah. And if that's that's empathy. <laughs> yeah, and then j- just like People are people, and that is going to be the best fucking way to start anything. But it is good that you're thinking about being creepy. I just hope you're thinking about it for the right reasons. Yes. Um, this comes from Reddit user Splendid City. Tips on sneaking a guy into the house? I'm 48 female. Want to have a guy over 17 male after my parents go to sleep. Any of the tips how to be sneaky and not get caught? Oh. Oh. This is... I just bit in to that soup, soupy, soupy dumpling, <laughs> and the back of my advice throat is scalded. Oh, Delilah. Okay, uh, your parents are old as shit, I'm assuming. They're going to be out. They're going to be out. They're going to be so asleep. Just bring this... Y- He's 17. That's not legal. Yeah. I don't think that's legal. Yeah, it is. I don't think so. There's I think... like a, a, I mean, I it depends on in the, the state yeah. and everything, but like, um, there's like a. I thought 18 was the age of consent. No, no. I'm like, if you were 18 and 17, it was fine, kind of deal. Like, no, age of consent is usually younger than the age of majority. So, like in Canada, I believe the age of consent is 16. But like, isn't that only if you're within like a year or two? Like, I thought if you were 18 and it was 16, it's kind of like fine. But if you're 30 and 16, that's illegal. Yes. Yes. So there's... 48 and 17, I'm just going to go on the no side oh, of things. No, she's 18. What? She's 18. They said she was 43. No. What? Female 18. Oh, did I? I don't know where you have 43. I was like, wait, what are you talking about? Oh. I take probably ba- like in the same fucking class. Take back all my whoops. I, I don't know how I miss her. I thought you said she was like 48 or 43 <laughs> I or something. I thought she was living at home. Yeah, that's why I was like, this is the juiciest question. I was wondering why you're like, freaking out. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, no. I can't wait to listen back to this and see if I said a fucking wild ass number or if you uh, just did. I just miss here. Yeah. Oh man. Okay, I take back all those whoops, but don't edit them out because I was having so much fun with that question. Okay, eighteen, eighteen, seventeen. I like it. You're the older girl, but a little bit. I love it. He's seventeen, right? Did I yes. mishear that too? No, no. Okay. She's eighteen. Whew. He's seventeen. Dial it back. It's back in legal town. It's back in progressive town. I like it, girl. Get it. Get that dick. Um, she's not sneaking them in. Ooh. Uh, bring them up to the attic to watch Stardust. That's what I did. <laughs> that movie. Oh, Stardust is your fucking movie. Oh, I've watched that movie like so many times. I know. We've talked about it. The Dying Darko was mine. And I know, but mine was, was actually a fun movie. Yours is a fucking. Um. Yeah. What what are people gonna do when they're watching a movie that's fun? They're gonna watch the movie. Yeah, and then afterwards you know, they turn to you with that but, big smile and they're da, 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 like, "Thank da, da, da. you for putting that in my life. You have Can to, you now put my your dick in my life?" You have to wait the whole movie. See, people get bored with Donnie Darko and they just make hell with them. Can you could you wait the whole movie with this staring at you all sweatily like this? Uh, if Brendan Fr- wait, no, that's in cart. Damn it, I keep confusing these movies. Um, yeah. So sneaking sneaking them in. I I think you gotta try do non sneak first. Like, come up with a reason. We're studying. We're going to watch a movie. Well, Something she like wants that. to do it after the parents are asleep. Okay. Um. So the key here is oil the hinges of all those doors. Yeah, you need right? to do a very careful walkthrough of your house and find exactly what floorboards squeak. Yeah. 
you need to find out what square st- or stair squeaks mm-hmm. and like make a you know Ocean's Eleven style like plan. Yeah. Uh, on top of that, you need to wear like clothes that enable like easy access. You yeah. don't want to have jeans halfway down your ankle when your sleepy dad starts coming down the stairs. Mm-hmm. You want to have like a dress you can lift up or a skirt, right? Yeah. Like we've all a done it. A ni- no, you want to still have like respectable inverted commas well, I mean, like, clothes. Like, like a, 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 you know, like a, a, what are they called? Teddies? Whatever. Like the like the like sleeping gown thing. Like you want to look like you're sleeping if you're still wearing like a really nice dress in bed at fucking well, two no. in the morning. Well, no. See, I'm worried. So I'm assuming they sleep. I think I'm just going by like you know homes back home, two stories. They're upstairs. You're downstairs. You sneak him into the kitchen. Y'all fuck standing up in the kitchen. You bent over the counter. Mm, okay. Dress up. If they come down, and they're like, "What the fuck? You're in normal clothes." That like if you're in a nighty, that's kind of like sensual. Yeah, really? You just be like, "Oh, I had to go get. I had to get a glass of water." But if he's there. Is what I'm saying. Like, if you get caught... Oh, you're fucked. No, it's damage reduction. It's damage reduction. Because if you're in normal clothes, and he's in normal clothes, they come down like, what the fuck? You're just like, oh, he was passing by. He needed to use the... Like, charge his phone because he's heading home and blah, 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 blah. No one would believe that. But... Not a a single parent in the world would believe that. They would. They would. But they would at least have something they could latch onto. Whereas if they come down and you're in a nighty and he's there, you've been getting railed. You know? I'm telling you, this, this boy's 17. His dick is hard. Like yeah. you walk into that kitchen, unless the, he's yeah, got okay. something to hide behind. He wears a hoodie that he can zip up just where that bulge is. There's there's damage reduction. Also, oh, you're trying to cram a fucking dick through jeans. I've all you, you just pull it down a little bit. It's all about getting like if you get caught. That's the thing. You have to like lay your bases so that if you get caught, it's the best it can be. Right? You don't want to be no. You're not going to take off all your clothes. For example, if you take off all your clothes, someone comes down. You're fucked, right? Yes. If yeah. she's in lingerie and you have your jeans like awkwardly half pulled up, you're fucked. It, you know, you get somewhere that's far enough away that if they start to come down, you have prep time. You wear enough clothes or enough easily access things that if they come down, you can stuff all the things back in. Unless you're caught with penises out or in something, you're still kind of in the clear. Then uh, you need a good excuse for him to be there. Uh-oh. All your innate sneakiness is a genetic trait from your a very sneaky dad, and you can't hear him. Because he's quiet. Then you lay a trap. It's you quiet. spill popcorn on the traps. stairs. He can't step down he's those stairs. It. <laughs> Shit. Uh, you oil the stairs. So then he falls down them. That's noisy. That man's oiled 24-7. He's used to it. You... How do you think he's so sneaky? Shit, yeah. I didn't... I didn't... <laughs> I didn't account for oiled dad. He never account for oiled dad. That's... And um, that's what you, I'm saying. You... Put sandpaper on every surface to counteract the oiliness. Oh, now he's back shit. to moving at the speed of a normal human. Didn't mm, think about that, did you? That's not bad. You get one of those like singing trouts that when you walk by the laser, it goes like. <laughs> Just be like, Dad, I know it's a little early for Christmas, but I've got you this gift and I'm going to put it right outside <laughs> your bedroom door. <laughs> exactly, right? Or even just like in the hallway by the stairs between you and the kitchen sacks where it starts singing its like comedy trout song and flapping yeah. and you have time It'll to be like show. Elf in a Shelf. It'll be like trout on the grout or whatever and, like, and you like you every day you put it somewhere new yeah, so yeah. that he never knows where it is mm-hmm. so that's all I'm saying is you lay your bases so that if your sneakiness doesn't come together then you're not caught with your pants down literally mm-hmm. but then sneaky wise you just gotta like oil those oil those hinges wear socks find out the, creak, the creaky step just get them in get them in and get them out mm-hmm also, like, maybe you live in one of those houses that every fucking teen comedy and teen drama show have and you have a convenient, like, lattice mm-hmm. that leads right up to your bedroom window, a la Dawson's Creek. Oh, uh, I didn't then, even think of the ladder to the window. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you fuck, know, man. the I'm, ivy climbing up it. And I'm, like, I'm so sorry. I and didn't. Then, worst I, case, you hear, you hear Sneaky Dad. Somehow you've managed to throw him out the window. That's funny. Yeah, he can just pop out the window. Mm-hmm. Or oh, go under the bed. The and then he's going to be trapped under the bed when your dad sits heavily on the side of your bed yeah. and has a really deep, important conversation with you about things that your boyfriend didn't need to know. But then maybe he drops a company secret and then the boyfriend's like, oh shit, isn't that the company that my dad has been trying to buy but now I have insider information? And I think I can progress to the series quite quickly along by revealing that tidbit. But oh no, did he do insider trading now that he knew this? 
and what will you know my girlfriend think of this? Yeah. What um, if that ruins their sneaky, sneaky relationship? Or if their dad's in jail, you can sneak into a room anytime. Here's the thing: your dad already knows you're doing this. He's two steps ahead of you, and he comes over. You sneak him in because the the dad allowed it. Um, and again, you hear him coming. You, he's under the bed and your dad sits down on the bed and he says, why are you up? And you're like, ah, oh, I couldn't sleep. And the never. boyfriend says, cause I'm aroused. <laughs> um, and then your dad says, is it the painful diarrhea again? <laughs> if I was and a dad, whether you have it or not, whether mm, you have it or not, yeah. the damage is done. And he just tussles your hair and he says, good night. Yeah. If I was uh, a dad, I would do that. I'd go into your room, and if there was even the, the hint that someone could be hiding the in there... The hint of 17-year-old boy must? I'd be like, oh, how is that? Which I have sampled. I have little, like, Batman-esque, like, <laughs> vials of various scents, uh, and one of them is teenage boy arousal. I'm not proud of it, but yeah. I need to, to tune these these senses, these dad senses. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, this is my exact point. Well, first, I want to apologize for not thinking of the latter and not accounting for oiled stealth dad i don't know why i'm not on my game today clearly but you're talking about honing dad senses right mm-hmm. you've got to unhone dad senses oh so you get say a shake weight and you stand on your bed with your shake weight and you work out and dad's in bed and he hears and he's like what the fuck and he storms in and you're shake waiting and you're like dad what the fuck and he's like sorry i and he, he goes away and he starts to doubt and then the next time you're like banging your bed against the wall a little bit and he's like oh, and he comes in and it's like you're got a rowing machine but your rowing machine is just just tipping just off the back of your bed just too close to the bed just a little too close to the bed and he's like shit I'm so sorry I have to stop buying these fucking yeah. and the other time you're like ah ah and he runs in you're just playing Wii Tennis motherfucker like mm-hmm. ah he's like sorry that's what Serena does ah. yeah it's tennis noises are the most sexual of noises mm-hmm. You dull. Or maybe just play, like, just be watching, like, Serena's Greatest Hits on YouTube. Or, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Turn that oh, up. Yeah. That'll sound like someone's fucking. Yeah. Um, just, like, dull his dad's senses to the point where you could be fucking on him, and he wouldn't even know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that, I, I can't think of a better answer. No. Um, yeah, I mean, like, you're also fucking 18. The the time No, you're she's spend, fucking 17. <laughs> uh, the uh. time you're going to be in this house, I'm assuming, is probably uh, running low. You're probably going to be moving out for college or getting your own place soon. Mm. So, like, worst case scenario, your parents get pissed at you if they catch you. But, and again, if you've done what I said and you've limited the factors, they come down, there's a boy in the kitchen and you're both kind of chilling. Like, they might know, but they don't know. Yeah. So they could be yeah. like, why is he here? And you're like, I don't know. And they might be like, you know, like, it's all about damage reduction. But yeah. also, they raise a really fine point. Always account for a sneaky oily... Or <laughs> Sneaky oily dad. Sneaky oily dad. But there's two dads in this equation. Oh, fuck. Because he gots a dad too. And what I'm saying is you make a skill testing quest. You figure out which dad is sneakier. And then you fuck in the house of the less sneaky dad. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. The the dad of the son of the dude. He's going to come down for high fives. Exactly. He's probably not going to give a shit. Like then do he's, it there. He's probably going to be like, hell yeah, son. I mean, unfortunately, like, that's... Did you account for sneaky, angry mom? <sighs> yeah. Because angry mom's maybe going to throw down. Oh, angry mom's scarier than angry yeah. dad. Sneaky dad's just going to be disappointed, which is its own kind of agony. Yeah. But, but, but sneaky mom will... Will attack everything. Yeah, she will barbarian style rage. Yeah, and just, there's gonna be like, curlers flying. There's gonna be. And a, see, here's the thing. It's like I've said, you know, you, you won't be here long. If it's if it's angry mom, you won't be there long because the house will die. be gone. Yeah, and she will literally tear the house, uh, wood and nail mm-hmm. individually one at a time until uh, there's nothing left. No. So yeah, just try with caution. Yeah. It's like, yeah, if they, sneaky caution. If they go to sleep, oil the hinges, figure out the squeaky floorboards, do your thing, make it quick. Uh, and if you get caught, you know, be like, I'm not going to live under your roof anymore. Uh, and then, you know, storm away. And then the caveat is if you get rid of the roof, you can still live there. Wink. Yeah. Fuck All right. you, sneaky dad. If a guy likes a girl, this by deleted user. Ooh. If a guy likes a girl, will he treat her like she's the only girl in the world? Even if they aren't in a relationship yet? Or is that just something in books and movies? 
So far in real life, I'd meet guys who say things like they want me, but yet they're flirting with girls on Instagram or still swiping on Tinder. Is it realistic to look for a guy who sees me as the one, not one of many? Or do I have to accept guys have a wandering eye and this is normal slash expected? Question mark. I mean, we've addressed this so many times. And this this sort of expectation is, I think, the most dangerous, or not the most dangerous, obviously, but like the the big problem with a lot of modern dating, it's, yeah, you're literally holding people to the standards of, uh, you know, audience-tested, uh, you know, porn, essentially, where like romantic comedies are just sort of like emotional romantic porn, mm-hmm. where it's like you've created this fantasy person, usually a man, um who is sort of like the embodiment of the perfect, you know, romantic partner who mm-hmm. just gets everything right and does everything correct until obviously the third act when they fuck up and they get to do the yeah. whole thing in the rain. Um, but, <laughs> or the airport. Or the airport. Or the or rainy the airport. Rainy airport. Um, but like, you're, you're literally, lo- like, it would be no different than a guy being like, is it unreasonable to expect uh, her to just always want to gag on my cock and let me come all over her face? The second or, I meet or is her. That, or is that just a thing that happens in porn? It's it's the exact same sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, I, there's a little bit more problematic stuff yeah, with, but with the porn thing, but... I know you're being generalistic, hyperbolic, but it's... Yes. Oh, yeah, that's the one. That's the one I was looking for. But um, it's also 100% accurate. Yeah, like you're, you're... Like those people that you see on TV are carefully constructed... Uh, based off of like market research of what would be the most mm-hmm. appealing thing to their target demographic, which is usually women. Mm-hmm. But also, like, if and you me, actually, when I was a teenager. if you actually think about this, you wouldn't want it, because in this situation, it's a guy who likes you and a guy that you like. But imagine if everybody acted this way, and you went on a date with someone you didn't like. Yeah. But now you're their one. You're the the only girl for them, and they don't have eyes for anybody else, and they will do everything yeah. just with you in mind. They deleted everyone off Tinder. They yeah. deleted everyone off their Facebook. They deleted everyone off their Instagram. Mm-hmm. And like, it's just all of a you. sudden you have like seventeen John Cusacks out there playing fucking <laughs> Peter Gabriel outside your fucking yard, and it's all different songs. Yeah. It's all different Peter Peter Gabriel songs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's one of them's the one he wrote about fucking Charles. Manson. Some like, are even weird. the same song, but started at different, different times. times. Yeah, some people are on odd volumes. <sighs> yeah, it's it's a fucking nightmare. But the thing is, like, no one's thinking that way when they're like, "Oh, why don't a guy just treat me like I'm the only one?" Like, you don't want that because then everyone will be like, "Unless you get a hundred John Cusacks." Yeah, if that's what you want, if you want a hundred John Cusacks, mm-hmm. then that's, fine. Yeah, have it. Head over to the fucking subreddits where everyone's like, "No one likes me," and mm-hmm. be like, "I like you," and then. You know, get all moony-eyed on them, and then you will have stalkers. Because what you want is a stalker. You do, yeah. And the thing is, like, that's also not healthy. They don't know you, so why would they be obsessed with you? And if they were, that shows that they're not adequately, like, capable to gauge emotional responses and shit. And let's be you want an attractive stalker. Of course, yeah. You don't you don't want no uggo thinking you're the only one in yeah. the world, right? Like, just get get your shit together. Seeing this stuff pisses me off so much. And in the questions, or in the fucking, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. In the comments, everyone's like, if only, or there's all these guys like, that's how I'm like. It's like, you're all wrong. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, there is not, like, yeah, if you're in a relationship and he's like, lol, just on Tinder, like, looking for an upgrade. Sure. Yes. Yeah, if, if you're in a committed relationship yeah. and... You know, he's just swiping away yeah. on Tinder. If that's then, what yeah. you mean, then yeah, get get yourself a better. And I person. will say, you can be in a committed relationship and be on Tinder. That's fine if that's the parameters of your relationship. Oh, of course, of course. I mean, just you know, the standard. Yes. Like monogamous. Monogamous. You yeah. know, you, you got to take a lot of things we say with a grain of salt, or the spirit in which it's intended. People, I'm yes. sorry, we we can't we can't we, clarify we everything. Can't disclaim we say. everything. My God, just assume we've claimed or disclaimed all the proper things that make us not dicks. Um. But yeah, just, I'm sorry, that's unrealistic and shitty. And if it were to come to pass, like if you had some romantic comedy spin-off movie where you found a fucking witch's key and made a wish and this is what happened, I don't know. What? But if you made a wish in some movie, it would be a hilarious movie because you'd be like, oh, this is great. Look, every guy treats me like I'm the one. Oh, wait, 100 John Cusacks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then what will happen is you'll fall in love with the guy who treats you like a normal human being. Exactly. And then you're like, oh, shit, it's actually Paul Rudd. Amazing. I love Paul Rudd. I know. That's what I'm saying. Oh, so shit, it's Paul Rudd. 
Well, I'm just I'm just saying it's like you know because he was the one who was like at, at the beginning of the movie. If I like everyone's like, someone's... oh, this guy's a dick because he's not deleting Tinder mm-hmm. uh, and he just met her and isn't absolutely head over heels for yeah. her. But he's like, oh wait, actually no, it's it's Paul Red's the normal yeah, one. Yeah, and at the end, then when like they finally get together, it's like, oh, it's not because this person just sees a woman and is like, yup, he actually likes her. He actually got to know yeah. her and like made the choice as well because he had this freedom. Up till this point, if he wanted to, you know what I mean? He wasn't just locked in a room with, like, you, and it was just you, and it was you forever. And then he chose you, which means a lot more. Exactly. And also, I just want to throw it out there. I would take 100 Paul Rudds. Oh, my God. If that was was the switch, if it was, like, John Cusack was, like, the right guy, and it was Paul Rudd was the... 100 Paul Rudd stalkers? Yeah, I would take 100 Paul Rudd stalkers. So, fuck you. If it's red for the goose, it's red for the gander. Nope, I think you thought that rhymed a little bit better than it did. Yeah, that's that's the saying. Go for the goose, go for the gander. Rudd for the goose, rudd for the gander. Yeah, no, yeah, I heard you the first know, time. Did you get it? Can I explain it? After having mycoplasma for five months oh, from my awful ex, Pridopristinamycin has uh-huh. cured me, and I finally have no symptoms. Hell yeah. I feel empty, but less miserable. I'm recovering mentally and physically. So I found... Took some digging, but I found the post where she declares herself free. Um, so this is sort of like, you know the episode where, or like in TV, I can't remember what the, the actual term of it is, but it's like something buck wild happens in the cold open, and then like after the credits or whatever, yeah. it's like Three 24 hours. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, this is what we're doing here. Okay. I had a dream last night. <laughs> is this the same post? I was seeing someone who was a player who hugged me sometimes, and when I hugged back, he moved away. <laughs> I didn't really feel close to him, but he was quite good looking. He was blonde. Oh, wait. Was he a dirty blonde? But blonde by the dirty pool? Uh, no, they were the thick ones. They were the thick women. Hey, he could be thick. Uh, in the dream, he finally told me he kissed someone else. The person is more attractive and likes him, and he likes her too, so he's going to go for her. I felt a bit relieved. I won't see his face anymore, but a jerk move. I feel the same way about my ex. He had no shit. A lot more distance. I know I won't get cheated on or reinfected again because he's no longer here. It's good he's gone. And I keep choosing these people that may look good, but are scums. My previous ex looks like a shit now. A shitty personality and a shitty face. (laughs) I like being alone right now. And when people talk to me, off the bat. Whoa, that's a weird place to put a period. And when people talk to me, off the bat, I know they are a loser. It breaks my heart that she has been cured of her horrible disease, but she feels empty. It's like it was her only friend. Also, can I just say that, like, apparently she's had mycoplasma for five months, Mm -hmm. but I feel like we've been doing better bitch for a lot longer than five months. Probably over a year. Yeah. Yeah. The timeline of this fucking saga this just makes absolutely no goddamn sense to me. Oh, 100%. That's yeah. the only way. I did also find out that in one of her other posts, it wasn't good enough to read, but mm-hmm. like uh, she listed sort of like physical traits for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Um, but she forearms. is. She is. Just um, forearms. Self described as super fat and balding. So her current plan is uh, she's right now what she's doing is taking Rogaine and working it. Hell yeah. You know what? Like, it so sounds I'm just like trying she's to paint a, shit together. I'm trying to paint a picture here of. I, I, because every time I read it, I'm like, I know what kind of person you are. And then I'll read another post and I'm just like, I, I don't have a handle on this I situation just, like, at all. I want to know if her, her ex actually looks like a poop now. It's like, maybe that's. My, a mycoplasma like side effect where you're you just turn poop colored and start maybe to maybe you just become like a the emoji that's yeah. how it was born uh, maybe. I just like every one of these posts is a wild ride but like it seems like things are going well and I'm so happy about that I don't appreciate the fact that she thinks everyone who talks to her is a loser by very dint of talking to her yeah so you got don't don't, don't put yourself down you you beat mycoplasma how many people can say that you beat it I mean, I don't think many people can say it because they're usually animals. But, uh, you did it. You did it. You did do like, it. That's... I just wanted to give you close because I know you were upset that we didn't find the post yeah. where she... I, officially... I will never be upset about getting more of these because <laughs> it is always a wild ride. I all I feel like 
in the season finale, all the dreams are going to tie up. And we're like, oh, she was the thick blonde all along. Yeah. Maybe she was. Maybe she, maybe she may, we're the dirty pool. Yeah. Uh, you have a present for us, right? I do. Okay. I think it's going to be at the end. Well, we should probably. Yeah. No, but like the end end. Say, oh, the, the, say the goodbyes. The Goodbye. Very, very end. Okay. Message us. Send questions. Listen. Get uh, more people to listen. Bye. Well, in that case, uh, thank you very much for listening. Um, we, we, we still have some, some new people that we've, we've converted over. So if you're, if you're listening from the, the most recent episode, uh, welcome. Uh, and if you are just listening, uh, just randomly somehow, also welcome. Yeah. Um, and if you've been with us from the beginning. You the best. What up? How you the doing? Best. Um, just do a hair toss and chicken nails. Maybe how you doing? If you have a question for us and you would like us to uh, impart our sage, brilliant wisdom uh, upon you and, and solve your problem, because I'm telling you right now, we will solve your problem. Um you can email us at fbuddiespodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at FCK Buddies Podcast. You can also hit us up on Twitter. We're trying to be a little more active on Twitter, so like hit us up. Let's like we're we're trying to learn how to how to use it. So if you're still on Twitter, uh, maybe tweet us. We'll we'll we retweet you and follow you and do all that stuff. Um, you can find us at FCK underscore buddies. Um, also you can find us online at fbuddiespodcast.com. There's a little contact form, you can fill it all out, choose your own name and uh and we'll, we'll, we'll answer your question as soon as we can. Thank you to Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for their song, Paper Stars. It's a good song. It is good, sir. I like it. Uh, do you have some bad sex writing for us? I do. Oh, no. What is, I just just did it publication. Oh, yeah. How horrendous is that? That's So we, we have a gift from one of our listeners. So Agent Valkyrie sent this in. Uh, it is... Steffi's Lusty Lovers by Hank Miller. Man, look at that outfit <laughs> and face. That's a face that's given up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll post a picture of this on our Instagram and Twitter and, and all the social media. So follow us if you want to want If you want to see Steffi's Lusty Lovers. If you want to see um, Steffi, I'm assuming that's Steffi. This is apparently from a... Hold on. I'm just going to get comfortable. It's from a, like an antique shop in, in Montreal. Oh, uh, yeah. No shit. And it's It's harrowing. I don't actually think I can tell you the plot of this book because I think we'd be taken off iTunes. But I'm going to tell Dane, and Dane can cut as he wants. Okay. Uh, it starts with her on the eve of her wedding. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. Um, she's never had sex before. She waited till marriage. Mm-hmm. But her husband is very hairy, like an ape, and very big. And she sustains permanent injuries and has a limp for life. And then very quickly... It shoots to two years later where she is now divorced due to the constant trauma and pain and is finding herself. Uh, and she finds herself in the arms of barely legal men. Oh man, there's so much I don't even know where to start. Okay. Her tits were pressed against his thigh and it felt like her hard nipples were going to bore holes through his quaking flesh. <laughs> wow. Ooh. Hey, I'm, I'm going. I'm going to, I'm going to shoes off. The trembling young man gasped. That was precisely what Stephanie wanted. The sex-starved divorcee wanted to feel his young penis expand in her mouth and spurt his passion juices down her throat. (laughs) She couldn't remember when she had been this excited. Pressing her lips firmly against the throbbing flesh of his shaft, she moved her head up and down in his lap. She brought her hand up between the young man's legs and cupped his throbbing balls in the palm of her hand to begin caressing them while she sucked his stick. She could feel the juices swirling around in his testicles like hot lava. No! No, that's not how it works. That's not where it's stored. She needed and Do pumped. they think that semen is just chilling in the testicles? And it's warm like lava. That's real fucking warm, man. Boy, Randolph exclaimed with all the intense drama of youth. That was super. Golly, Miss Steph. You really did a number on my thighs with your drill nipples. Well, this is upset me, fundamentally. Uh... Do you want to further do some mental damage to me and anguish with some Dan? Sure. Um, this is just... I I literally can't... Like, maybe we can tell the start of the novel. We cannot say the end. The end is... You're so fucked. No, we're going to say the end. Oh, I don't think we actually can. Okay. Like, literally. I just love the idea of you sitting on the subway reading that book. I almost did because I needed to figure out a uh, <laughs> a page and I was like, I can't do it. I can't pull that out. Because it's too hot. 
Whatever, man. If people fucking read Fifty Shades of Grey, you could read Steffi's Lusty Lovers on That's the streetcar. To be fair, it's probably better written. She's just limping from young man to young man. <laughs> Maybe that's what she's doing. Maybe she's just doing permanent, like, leg damage in spite. Like, hey, if I'm going to limp, you're all are going to limp with my nipple injuries. <laughs> <laughs> Dan says, my ex won't discuss the relationship with me. I'm said to leave her alone. <laughs> I'm sure that happens a lot. Yep. Um, and just, uh, this is the after podcast, Mint. Um... I've 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 trolled through uh, Pornhub finding the choicest comments for you just to give you something a little more uplifting uh, than than the garbage that is Dan um, and this comes from Pornhub user Matt Falkowski and he says does anyone else think he looks like Mr. Clean after I finished masturbating I cleaned my kitchen hashtag thanks Obama what my name is Dave Miller and I'm Lost Bay and we are your fuck buddies. 